When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. back with another episode of the lakers fast break podcast it's gerald glassford come right back at you from lakers fast break pop culture cosmos inside sports fantasy football and game source we truly appreciate everyone out there list all of our shows and if you can please give us that five star review wherever you get your podcasts plus if you can like share I see him munching on there. Subscribe. Subscribe below Mr. Munchie, a.k.a. Joe Soro, today, right there for you at YouTube. You can go ahead and be part of all the fun, all the antics, and all the craziness that is the Lakers Fast Break. You also get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air when you subscribe right here on YouTube. So go ahead and do that. And if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, of course, the great folks at LakersBall.com. Go ahead and join Ox1947, a.k.a. Joe Soro there. And if you want your lawn transformed tremendously and you live in the Southern California area, there's no place to go except for SinBlades.com. There's no better place to go than SinBlades with a Y.com. Plus, the number one Lakers blogger that's out there, that's Laker Tom. He's just studying notes right now, studying what to put down for his next article. Go ahead and check out that today at Lakerholics.com. <clears throat> Plus, our good friend, Yami Swoot, a.k.a. Jamie Sweet, hoping he feels better, staying on the mend, hopefully. He also has his five things articles today at Lakerholics.com. Plus, our good friends at the Hoop Heads Podcast Network. And if you can support all of that, it is sincerely appreciated. And the chat's already starting already. Samurai Beast Warrior saying the Lakers team is just not that good. Well, the Lakers, with some momentum heading into Phoenix, the three-game winning streak on the line, head into Phoenix and unfortunately could not buy themselves a three-pointer as they got outscored from the three-point line behind it by i'm counting it up 36. right now 36 that's right by 36 and even though they outshot the phoenix suns at the free throw line 29 makes to three by 26 yeah that still wasn't enough and in the, the paint Lakers, by 10 which equals the 36 yeah and unfortunately yeah and unfortunately oh. that's just not enough the numbers is just too hard to match up 
this too much work for the Lakers getting over all those three pointers? Because it seemed like every time in the second half, they'd wanted to go ahead and try and get back in the game after holding a slim halftime lead. Unfortunately, the Phoenix Suns would irritate us on the live watch party again and again, and again with three pointer after three pointer and the Lakers. Unfortunately, they do fall 115 to 105. Also marred late in the fourth quarter with a on the floor brawl between a taunting DeAndre Ayton and a big push by Patrick Beverly. Almost came to blows there, but they did break it up. And I think also as well that both were ejected and probably received some kind of suspension and or fine. So we'll see what happens there. But it is the Lakers falling by 10, 115 to 105. Here today to talk about the game. First man here, I think I'm going to go with, actually, I'll go with Laker Tom right there for you. You got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today as the number one Lakers blogger that's out there. It is Laker Tom. Got to be the shoes. I will say that I brought up that question as far as bringing more transition, pushing the ball up forward. But Laker Tom, he says you got to shoot the three, even if you miss the threes. You just got to go ahead and do it. And unfortunately, the Lakers, even at 20%, could not get it done. Well, this was obviously a disappointing loss because there were, I thought the team showed great grit in the first half, the way they Anthony came Davis back. played incredible. Um, Anthony Davis was just fabulous. Reeves was excellent. Walker was great. If you had told us four or five games ago that we would get with it, that we would be threatening to win and beat the Suns and got within 10 points of it, nobody would have believed you. And to me, you have to think about games as 82, 182nd of a season, because this game was a critically important game because we wanted to see more than a win. What we really needed to see was Anthony Davis prove that this version of AD is for real, that he can do that against an elite team and against an elite center. Um, he did that in spades because he actually had the best of the four games that he's had so far tonight. I mean, the stats were incredible. 37 points, 21 rebounds, five steals, six blocks, just tremendous play at both ends of the court. He was basically a vacuum machine on the boards and so forth. What came out of this game was that, to me, uh, an impression that, how could you waste a season of LeBron James healthy and Anthony Davis playing this way if you're Rob Palenka? Because the pressure has to be tremendous on him right now to use those picks to bring in help. Because what did we lose this game for? Why did we lose this game? We lost this game for two reasons. Number one, we don't have shooters. They made 12 more threes than we did. We made four threes in the entire game. Shot 18% from the three. Everybody knows the formula to succeed with LeBron James is surround him with shooters. Come on, Rob. Wake up. And the second reason we lost is we don't have any depth. We had four or five guys who put in significant minutes and scored zero points. That's not contributing with your teammates. That's being a hole that has to be filled, that's being a player that has to be moved, and that means that there has to be a trade for Westbrook for a million different reasons, 
But this this game tonight was proof that Anthony Davis, this version of him that we've seen, this version that doesn't shoot threes, but can dominate underneath and can get to the line and can make the free throws when it counts. This version of Anthony Davis is solid gold. And the Lakers have to do whatever they can and whatever they have to do in order to get him the kind of help that will win games like tonight's game. Once again, the Lakers do fall 115 to 105. Also here today, talk about today's game. Good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today at LakersBall.com. Of course, our live watch parties, which you could be a part of by going to playback.tv slash Lakers fast break. It's free. It's easy to do. And you get to see Laker Tom insult me for two hours. So just go ahead and join us today at Lakers fast break. Again, right there at playback.tv. It is Joe Soro. Joe, great to have you here, my friend. Simblades.com if you want your lawn transformed in the Southern California area. I do want to mention, though, that they you know, these games by AD where he goes off for 37 and 21 with 5 and 5, just incredible performance. But unfortunately, the lack of depth on this roster, even with 21 points from Westbrook, critical mistakes down the stretch. Unfortunately, that's what undoes the Lakers one more time. <clears throat> you had three guards in tonight's game that played 20 minutes or more that got zero points. That's a statistic that's... Four players got zero points. That's a statistic in a scoring league. Where over thirteen combined, Joe. Where where offenses are ge- are geared to score, no matter if you can shoot or not. That is, and you lose by ten. If if we had lost by twenty five, it probably wouldn't hurt as much. But imagine if those guys made six points each on the average, we win this game. Not even six, just four. Just, there's four just, guys just with four. zero points. And this has been this this has been three. If if you wanna if you wanna stick with the numbers, it's that simple. They are so bad at shooting, they don't even constitute as an NBA team when it comes to shooting. Uh <clears throat> this team can't do one trade to get shooters. They're gonna have to do two trades. The two trades is obviously Russell Westbrook and draft capital. Uh, Beverly, which uh, I said on this uh, on play on playback, uh, I thought that push off to Aiton in his mouth was he, he earned my respect uh, greatly doing that because he 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 essentially had Reeves's back and he gave up games that he's going to be suspended. I'm going to guess he's going to get suspended for two games. And he's going to get fined to, to back up his, his guy. A lot of mad, mad respect for him, especially for a uh, an F face like uh, DeAndre Ayton. I would have I would have probably if if he was tall enough, he probably would have been able to hit him in the face, which is what he really deserved. But that's another that's a that's a different story for a different time. Um, right now, the Lakers have to make at least two trades to get reinforcements, and they're going to have to give up Russell Westbrook to have any chance at getting those kind of reinforcements. We're going to sacrifice his reinvigorated, or reinvigorated uh, 
uh, value. And it's going to have to be, we're going to have to get, we're going to have to give up something to get something. And the Lakers need at least three shooters between now and the trade deadline, or this is just not going to work. Even with AD playing as well as he is, and even if LeBron comes back, um, because it's just it, it, it it's just not going to work, guys. It's just not going to work unless they unless they get him. And even then, you don't know how that's going to turn out. So that kind of just puts us in a in a giant hole that we're we just don't know what's we don't know how it's going to turn out. So we just gotta we know what's turning out right now. We know what's going on now. So I guess it's I'm hoping it's worth giving it a shot, but. It's 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 tough. It's tough watching them clank open threes. Well, again, uh, so much appreciation to everyone in the chat room. As I've always said, the best Lakers chat room that's out there. They don't have enough players, Danny. Uh, you know, I I be, have begged to disagree with you, but they don't have enough players. They don't have a roster that's going to go ahead and continually help out LeBron. The shooting is just not there. The fact that you just don't have the depth three through 15. It just doesn't make any sense. I know Laker Tom has been adamant about the, the Indiana trade and it does improve the Lakers. It doesn't make them a championship contender, but it certainly gets you into the mix because you put in two more quality players in your rotation than what you have already. And unfortunately right now with the Lakers so thin at wing, you know, I know Zangerstein said, you know, obviously the game was thought as far as from Zangerstein's perspective, that it was just something that they thought that, you know, with on Ham and Palenka because they just have, have to play four guards. Well, that's the fact there's no wings. Palenka has created a team. That's not true at all. No that's not true at all. By definition, Palenka has defined that that Reeves and Beverly are wings. Yeah, that's, that's they're a our joke. version of wings. That's, that's where you joke. see we used to have guys like KCP and Caruso. They were our wings. Don't you remember? I mean, we make a living, teams make a living shooting two point long mid range jumpers against our wings. Wings. Well, right. We just don't have, we don't have the quality at Come forwards. On. We don't have the quality at center that, you know, outside of AD and LeBron, that's really going to continue to help this team. And that's the problem right there. You saw an issue tonight in the second half where the depth of the team or lack thereof really cost the Lakers, especially from a shooting standpoint, which you have been so adamant about. We just need shooters. It's pretty simple, you know. It's like it's like Joe says. We, there's two columns, okay. There's this column with guys that we could get for, with the uh, Russell Westbrook and draft capital, and then that's probably like three guys because it's going to take three guys to make up 47 million to match salaries. And then on column B, you got well, I, let's call that column B. On column A, you got Kendrick Nunn and and. Patrick Beverly, who make $18 million combined, so you can get an 18 to $20 million guy. So you choose one from column one and one from column two, column B or A and B, and you end up with four guys. Hopefully you get a out of those four guys, three at least that can shoot, and one who's a big guy, a real center. Even if he can't shoot threes, a real center that's what you got to do with Westbrook. There's no other way around it. There's, it's cute to think of different ways that you might save one pick and, and so forth. But this team, you know, we need size and we need shooting. 
those two things. We're going to have defense because we got Anthony Davis. You know, that's all the difference in the world, the way he's been playing right now. And there's no way that Rob Palinka can, A, claim that this team hasn't shown that it has enough capability to win that we're not going to invest. I think that's been thrown out the way that AD's played the last four games. And secondly, if you look at tonight's game and you think about it from a serious standpoint, as great as these four games have been and so forth, you you just can't take a chance that you just have got to invest in LeBron James and Anthony Davis at this point. You have to make the trade because you need those players. You need three more players to just push everybody down the line and make everybody, make the guys who are starting now, who shouldn't be starting now, make them your rotation players. And make the guys who are your prime rotation players the rear end of your rotation. And make the guys who are scoring zero out the door or on the bench. You know, I mean, you can't, you've got to match talent in this league. And you can't have a team with just two superstars and, and a whole roster full of of minimum salary players that you're getting from the junk heap. We, we, we have three starters on this team. Yep. That's it. We need two. That means we need two new starters. So would you two keep new Lonnie, rotation players? Well, let me ask you this, guys. Lonnie Walker, the fourth. I think that's a great he's source of conversation. You want keep him as a starter? Mm-hmm. No, he's okay. he's he's he can be the fifth starter on a team that has four legitimate starters. It's kind of like Devin George. Remember, Devin George was a starter. Yeah, when the, well, the he's, big, getting, he's when gonna he's gonna have to continue to shoot real well, better he's, than his shooting. He's, so he's got athleticism. Yeah, he can. He he's shooting better this year than he has before. The problem is tonight he stunk, uh, but everybody stunk tonight. Uh, I mean, if you really want to get technical, this is kind of like a Hall of Fame question. Do you think this person's a Hall of Famer? Right. Well, my my old school brain when it comes to the Hall of Fame is if you ask, he's not or she's not. So. When you're asking, is Lonnie Walker a starter? That's probably means no. <laughs> Either you are or you're not. However, Lonnie Walker well, would be a great six. The man. problem is, is we're going to have to have one guy probably. It's going to it's going to be hard for us to get three starters to go with LeBron and Aiden. Yeah, and that's the problem. We're man. probably going to have to have one guy, and it's either it's either Lonnie or Reeves. Either one of them is great. You know, they they're both. I mean, really, what both, what what can we do here, G? I mean, let let's let's just say for. God, I feel like it's a broken record. We keep talking about the same trades, but let's say you have Westbrook and two picks that go to Indiana. You get Turner and Heald. Then you use um, Beverly, none Beverly and and uh, and you and get none, none and Be- you get them, and none send and Beverly them, and a pick and, and you send go them to, and you to Charlotte. A big contract like Cherry Rozier. Is that enough? You what get you a think? point guard like Rozier, a center like a shooter like Heald in a center like Turner, and you add them to this version of Anthony Davis and please got a healthy LeBron James, you got a great team. You got a chance to win. The Charlotte take, the Charlotte take. Sure. Cause they, cause do they take the expiring contracts without draft capital to unload Rozier? I think it's a possibility. Okay. If that happens, I think they got to make that both those first, trades. Try that Rozier. first or, or protect the pick, or a lot, whole a bunch of things you can do with it. Um, you, you have. I Rozier. mean, they got one hundred thirteen million dollars, and they really want to tank. 
I don't think I don't know. I'm not seeing jack crap about any four year contract. He's got a four year contract. And right now it sounds like they're gonna keep Mikhail uh, Mikhail Bridges. Um I haven't seen pending one what happens show. with the league, you know, pending what happens with the league. If they decide to keep him, all of a sudden now they're in the money same pitch. Their whole reason for they were trying to trade people before was to get money to pay for the raise that they were gonna have new contract they were gonna have to give bridges. Now that he's probably back in the game, the contract won't be as big, obviously. <laughs> he cost himself a lot of money with, with his behavior. But it, it means that they're, they want to get rid of Gordon Hayward and, they're, and, and they want to get rid of almost even more. Hayward's owed $30 million. They owed almost $90 million in the last three years of the contract for Terry Rozier. So he's a huge investment. Um, well, also so, here, there's guys. There's guys to be gotten for just, let's say, an unprotected pick, and 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 the contracts of Beverly and none. I think you can have a shot at Miles Turner. I think you have a shot at. I think you really have a shot at uh, at Lori Markhannon. I think that that's very Markhannon. possible, because he would love. I mean, we know that Danny loved the idea of an unprotected Lakers pick. I think you could get Terry Rozier, um, and I think you could Bo, Bohan Bojan uh, So I think there's four guys there that you could target with that. Then I think there's a package of guys that you can get with Westbrook from from obviously the Utah Jazz, from the New York Knicks, from the uh, San Antonio Spurs, from the Charlotte Hornets. There's different packages that you can obviously put together that. All of them can probably include two or three guys who can shoot. You know, um, probably none of them are going to be great defenders. Um, but you, you have, if you, the thing with Bob Miles, which is so important, I think, is that he gives you a second, he gives you a def, second, he gives your defense a boost that nobody else can. You can cut, you can put 48 minutes worth of shot blocking on the floor that is going to be a real powerful weapon. And, and that's a hedge when you bring in a bunch of shooters who may not be great defenders. We need size because we just can't rely on Bryant and, and those guys to do it. And you need shooting. So if, if you can pull off those trades and from column A and column B, there's there, we've got two guys. We've actually got two trades, and I think they should split the trades. I think they should tell everybody that we're not going to give two trades for anybody, including Kyrie Irving. You know, I mean, Kyrie. Kyrie and Kyrie and Joe are probably at the top of the list with the Nets now of what you want to do with Russell Westbrook. If they can get Kyrie and Joe Harris for Russell Westbrook and uh, one unprotected pick, I think that's a steal for both teams. So the the Lakers do that, and then they still have they still have the column A choice. They still have have none and and Beverly that they can go after with the other pick. It all comes down to the fact that. The Lakers have tried to not trade these picks. They've tried to figure out reasons to tell everybody why they're not going to trade the pick. We're not going to trade them because it's the team can't win. Oh, that's probably going to shift now if we do well over the next four or five games. Let's say we, we win have the next to go ahead games. and sweep in San Antonio. He'll he'll be saying, you know, he'll be saying, oh, we don't even need to trade it now because we're doing so well. You know, we can win just with LeBron and AD. This kind of AD. I mean. 
they want to do everything. I don't, and I don't know whether it's the bus boys that are pushing this, but there's a big push to not, to even, even if it screws your relationship with Clutch and LeBron James, to not trade those picks. And you hope that they're not going to make a serious mistake like that. That's like changing the whole modus operandi of the franchise and, and spitting in LeBron's face and, and ignoring the fact that ADG just showed that he can be the guy who takes over when LeBron leaves. He can be the guy you build around because he's already the guy that you're going to have to win with. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. If you have a better movie in the can, why is that not the movie that you released in the first place? I would say it's more culturally relevant than The Simpsons and Rick and Morty. Like, it has become a staple of American entertainment. I think Dragon Age 4 is carrying the future of Bioware on its shoulders. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Well, this was a game, Tom, that everybody thought that the Lakers were going to lose because you're going yep. into Phoenix. Obviously, they're one of the best teams in the Western Conference. So this we don't the match up game. with them talent-wise. Well, uh, you know, Joe, myself, everybody, it's you know, a lot of people have indicated that that was going to happen. I know Jordan had said that Lakers fans, you guys don't think that the Lakers could win with no LeBron. It's hard to win without LeBron consistently against good teams. And we saw that tonight. Uh, I mean, you can win against the Detroits or the all over the place. I mean, we haven't been that. able to win. We haven't been able to win in the past without LeBron, period. Even or with the AD. Spurs. Yeah. The plus minus. Think about last year, how many times AD played without LeBron. And we still lost a lot of those games, man. He but also here today. Like, to he go wasn't ahead. playing like he was playing tonight, obviously. But also here today to talk about the game. Good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check out his own YouTube channels, starting with John McCallion. I got to say channels, plural. You got to go ahead and subscribe today for all the great fun and all the great insight that he brings. It is John McCallion. John, thanks for showing up. Appreciate it, my friend. Always great to have you here. The Lakers, unfortunately, you know, 20% behind the three and uh, just really could not muster the kind of three-point defense on the other side. Really got outscored there. But your thoughts on tonight's game as the Lakers again lose, unfortunately, 115-105. to 105. Yeah, thanks for having me on, as always. Uh, I was just going to say that this is a, you know, a very winnable game. But at the same time, it's like you see them play, and you're like, this is a winnable game. But then you see Pat Bev bring the ball down the court. And then the first thing he does when he gets near the perimeter is he passes someone else. He'll pass to uh, Austin Reeves, Pat Beverly, or I'm sorry, uh, Russell Westbrook. 
and then the, the person that catches the pass from from Pat Bev, they'll give it to someone else. So you just have like like this game of like hot potato on the perimeter. It's almost like no one wants to shoot the ball, and that's how you could tell there's a roster problem. Um, actually, I don't know. It might be a coaching problem. I don't know. Maybe they're not. Um, you know, maybe they're not talking about this in in the film room. I don't know. But more le- more more likely, it's a roster issue. It's like you know, you have three ball handlers passing up the ball, and then somehow Troy Brown Jr. ends up with the ball on the perimeter, looking like, like looking like a deer in headlights. So I don't know how they're going to fix it. Um, you know, I agree with Joe. And I believe Laker Tom as well. Um, but they both made the point. I think that um, this is going to take a couple of trades. It's not a one one trade move. Um, even if you get Buddy Heald and, and um, uh, Miles Turner, um, I don't know. I, I don't think that's enough to, to push you over the hill because, you know, there's a lot of these games where you just see and they just don't have the manpower to overcome or even close the game. Um, you know, I, I can't remember who it was, but I think it was BDA Pink in the comments in the comments section. They said that um, they you know something along the lines of Plinka shouldn't have gotten the trade, or you know they. Oh, I think I think they said they have no pressure now, and I completely agree with them. Uh, for me, I think Jeannie gave him the extension because uh, maybe she doesn't want Rob to trade the picks. I don't know, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I <clears throat> there's only enough scapegoats, you know, before. Rob can, you know, be the be the center of attention when it comes to the blame. Well, again, your insight is about valuable. Appreciate your opinion as well. I, I think two trades might get the Lakers closer to where Lakers two trades minimum. To go. It takes. It's going to take more than well, the. What do you think trade. of what do you think of Ky, what do you think of Eric Pincus's trade? Kyrie plus uh, uh, three guys from the Knicks that included. Um, and I'm trying to remember who is who. I Knicks. think it stopped with Kyrie. Cam Reddish. It included Bogdanovich, or no, it was from the Pistons, maybe it was from the Pistons. Bogdanovich, and um, here I have it. I have you have a bunch that. of young players, so I don't know who you no, can get no, to help was, them now. It was three guys. It was a, uh, it was a center. I mean, Come unless Isaiah Thomas Noel. on that roster. <laughs> Nerlens Noel, Nerlens Noel, Boyan, Boyan Bogdanovich, yeah. and uh, Kyrie the, Irving. shooting guard that's, that was pretty good. Keep Nerlens Noel away from this team, please. Yeah, he's a cancer. We don't, we don't need any Michael Midgets on this team. He's we have played enough. himself out of more rotations in the league than probably almost anyone. Plus, I don't yeah. think he's a good locker room guy. Oh, it's uh, Alec yeah. Burks. Burks uh, Alec good. Burks has been, been – you saw him again playing against the Lakers. Pretty good score, but, yeah, yeah that's not going to be enough. That's not going to be enough to get to you. Kyrie uh, Irving, Alex Burks, and uh, and – Bogdanovich? Well, you saw Joe right there. We started with Kyrie What do you think Irving. is enough, Gerald? Come on. Kyrie Irving? Don't you don't believe Kyrie there is Irving on the team enough. after all that's it's happened? Obvious. You don't believe I, there is We, 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 we need to get off this Kyrie Irving it. thing. Okay. It's over. This that explains Kyrie, it. Kyrie Irving is not. There's a trade that can make the Lakers a winner, and that's why you – I've actually said, no, that's not true. I've actually stated the further fact that Atlanta, if they do a trade with Atlanta, if there's – Season starts to go in the wrong direction for John Collins, uh, Clint Capella, and also as well, their Bogdanovich. I think that makes the Lakers a good team as well. Oh, I, uh, I completely disagree with you. Well, there you go. We disagree with you. I completely disagree with you. I, that doesn't make us a championship team at all. Well, there's no trade that's going to make us a championship team, Tom. Well, you just said there was. No, I didn't say <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a... Said there was hey, he's talking out of both ends of his mouth. No, you I just said that. Oh, come on, Gerald. 
Tom, there is no trade that we can get that's not named Kevin Durant that is going to make us better right now. You just now. gave that's me one from Atlanta that you said would here, make us champions. Here, here's the make thing: we, we don't it's one better, player, one one or two players Indiana isn't player. going to solve it. We need multiple decent at best uh, rotation yeah. players because. Yeah. You know, half the roster is is you know is essentially a G League team. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We need multiple players, not one or two players. You don't like it when somebody disagrees with you, Tom. That's all. You just don't like when somebody disagrees. Well, with I, a lot of people sounds like a personal problem. I just, I, I, I just, it bothers me when I when I see the reason why they disagree with me and the logic that would think that a trade for a trade for this guys in Atlanta was even close to a trade for. Kyrie Irving and and what Eric so you don't like, you don't think or, you don't think Collins is any good ridiculous. you don't think Capella you know, you is compare any the good. quality you don't think of those players there's a reason why nobody's trading with Atlanta sounds there's like a reason why they can't two get rid of fighting custody over their kids <laughs> San Antonio just beginning of wedding Atlanta. crashers <laughs> shut up when you're talking to me <laughs> You guys are crying over losing this game. I saw Anthony Davis that is the Anthony Davis that is the answer for today and tomorrow. It's gonna be still lost. It's not enough because we have to make a trade. We know we have to make a trade. We all agree that we just need to get out of the lottery. We need to get out of the lottery. That's all we need to do. Let me me bring this back a little bit so we can, we can uh, get back to the test at hand. We have to start understanding that the the Lakers are fighting an uphill battle, not because they don't want to make the trade or don't want to make the team better, but we are fighting the fact that the person who can pull the trigger is not very well respected in the league, yep. not respected by people in the organization from things I've heard, and definitely not respected by people who are watching uh, 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 the Lakers and the 30, 40, 50, 60, whatever uh, year fan base. So, Joe, quick question for you. As, as a businessman, I, for me, I think it's because he's burned a lot of bridges, but why do you think Rob Palenka is not liked in the league? Well, I, I think it's he's not liked because he, he, he has an aura of of fakeness that's that's yeah. been apparent since the beginning. He's a car of his, salesman. He is. He's a former agent. Agents are sleazy. If you guys don't know how sleazy they can be, just listen to what Scott Boris has said this last day about yep. uh, Cody Bellinger, uh, someone who's been pretty much Chris Davis for three years. If you don't know who Chris Davis is, guys, there was a time where I believe he went – Chris Davis was a home run beast for the Orioles. And I think he went 0 for 61 at one point before he ended up retiring after a couple of years from that. Um, Rob Palenka, God, you know, you, you opened up a really good question, John. I, I noticed it from the KCP inter, uh, oh, press yeah, conference. Uh, and Mana, Mana from, mana above. from above, right? <laughs> so we've been saying that a lot, but, but, but the thing is, when you talk about business, right, that's the first thing you notice about somebody. You notice that first initial, like, like if that was in, in my business, he wouldn't have been in the building after that. Yep. And he's full of crap. It's, it's this. He is. There's no other way to put it. Look, Magic. Forget about what we're saying. Forget about our interpretation. What did Magic Johnson say? Mr. Lincoln. here. 
I don't want to be here. There's backstabbing uh, yeah, going on, you know, right? I mean, you're getting into it. I'm not going to be here. Pretty, pretty so, no, no, no. I'm getting to my point. I'm getting to, to my Magic point. Johnson's I'm getting to my point. I'm getting to my point. Magic Johnson's a very well-respected person in the world, let alone the NBA. The reason why <laughs> nothing's going to happen from what I'm seeing is no one gives two craps about that guy. And obviously, no one wants to help the Lakers. That's always been the case. But they definitely don't, don't want to help the Lakers with that guy pulling the trigger. I don't think that there's a Laker tax. I don't think that there's any. I think that's all just there BS. Is a Laker the, you don't think that's there's a Laker BS. tax? And then the they changed the rules for Shaq. That, that David Stern jacked the twice. Teams make trades with guys that there's they always been a There's relations. been a Laker tax for 20 years. They jacked us out of so many things. And I say they as in Mark Cuban. Those aren't Laker taxes. Those were Laker mistakes, man. They were not. Don't they were not mistakes. Don't for a dumb mistake from a guy like Rob Belinka or a guy like uh, the guy who was there before. You know, I mean, we've had lots of bad Jerry, decisions. Jerry, we've left Jerry, championships Jerry. on the floor, <laughs> on the court. We probably have left three or four championships on the court with dumb moves, dumb trades, dumb financial dealings. Dumb contracts, poor hires, poor coaches, poor general managers. Luol Dang, Timothy Mozgov. Poor draft picks. <laughs> I, I still think to this day that that was a that was a Mitch, Mitch Kupchik jack move. Yeah, the only thing I will agree is that Chris Paul trade was an outright steal. I mean, go yeah, on, man. Definitely, he's that like, was that, that was Mitch was like, let me get fired. <laughs> You know, <laughs> up yours, man. You're not he, gonna, you he know, probably wanted to get away from Jim Buss. We're not going to allow that. We're not going to allow you, that, if you man. Saw, if, if you saw uh, the Hulu it's, it's special, the moon you, is the wrong color when it happened, um, or whatever rule I get him up with, but you're not going to get Chris Paul, man. You can have him when he's 42. Uh, okay. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'd, I'd rather have, I'd rather have a hey, man, leader. No, listen, Anthony Davis tonight. Don't keep things in perspective, guys. We Anthony can't. Davis we can't. Tonight, it's five and eleven team right now. Well, shut <laughs> up, Joe. Come on, keep things in perspective. I can't do it. Anthony Davis tonight was the best player on the court, as he should be. As he we should be. Win, Maybe We're, as it should be. The the court. That's a hard thing to tell. That's a hard thing to tell somebody else. You know, especially when we're talking about an athlete playing at at that level. You know, I mean. I always thought I was a pretty hard, hardcore athlete, but when you imagine the work that these guys go through and keeping their body and, and developing and, and spending the time that, that LeBron does, and I'm sure AD does, and almost every single guy out there professionally, because you don't make it unless you have that. I mean, there's a there's hundred guys just as talented as you who never make it. But Tom, we're not questioning that work ethic. We're questioning the roster and the and Rob Palenka. No, I and, and and listen, I'm there's no way to defend the fact that Rob is, has for three years in a row ignored the reality that you gotta have shooters. Do you think he got lucky with the first roster with the bubble roster? I think he did. Cause he's been terrible since. He got so mad, Laker Tom did I think he just put John, it on he got so- John, you hit another you're you're hitting it out of the park today, by the way. Laker Tom, he just <laughs> put it on mute. Here's, yeah, I'm fired up. I'm fired up today. Here, here's. Yeah, he he has. You've been. Yeah, you're so you're fired up. You're so feisty. You knocked your mic off. Done. Okay. Okay. Here. <laughs> there he is. Here's here's why. Here's why the bubble team. Here's why the bubble team succeeded. We had, we had players that were developed, and drafted, 
and the chemistry with the right pieces. We had more right, continuity in chemistry than we've had the last. And, and a lot of that was this. Have you have you noticed? Have you noticed? Okay, first of all, we got rid of Ryan West, who had a big part in that, right? You haven't really been hearing about Joey and uh, who's ever who's the other yeah, uh, Jesse. Jesse, Jesse, right? I always forget Jesse. They these guys were involved. They were. I I keep saying this from the past, and I usually talk about it with Phil Jackson and the Knicks, and obviously not with Blink. I go, the people who are in charge. The people who are in charge of, of running a basketball team and making trans transactions and and getting what's what the pulse of the, the game is. These guys are in gyms. They're in high school gyms. They're in college gyms. They're working. They're and that's what those guys were doing. So for some reason, then I don't see them doing that right now. Like, what are they doing? Well, are they still them, working? One of them is a head of scouting and the other is the assistant general manager. And what you have to realize, I think, is that first off, what kind of the business assistant to what the kind assistant of manager? Do we have in the Lakers? It's a family business. Jeannie Buss is the governor. She is one sixth of the Lakers shares. She has five siblings who have even shares. Two of the four of them work for the company, and two of them are in management in the front office. Now, Rob Palenka, when he wouldn't make the trade with the Pacers before the training camp ended, basically said that it, it was such an important move that he was going to make sure that everybody in the front office had to unanimously agree to the trade. Now, was that Rob covering his own ass and making sure that he couldn't be blamed for this? Or was it a recognition by Rob that Jeannie's elevating these guys these guys are the next general manager. They're going to be the next person that I'm reporting to. And so maybe I better get off on a start by saying, and, and, and if you ask me about what Rob's personality is like, I think that his personality is sort of like a sneaky type thing like this, where he would say, I, I think that Joey and, and Jesse got to have a say here too, you know, because they're, they're the future management of the team. They're the owners, you know, I'm just an employee. They're the owners. They're the guys who understand the draft. So maybe we involve, you know, more of the front office. Maybe that was, maybe what we're not recognizing is there's a power play because it is a family business. It's a family business. And these two young guys both have good reputations. They have excellent reputations. They're doing a good job. The draft picks that we're picking, the players that we're getting in, in, in free agency and so forth are generally, I mean, we're, we're so damn limited because of the, the cap space we have and, and the how, and, and, and the fact that we have two superstars making so much money, you know, they're taking 89, 80% of the entire payroll. So it's really hard. You have to, you have to, you have to, you have to really be successful. Three, three players taking up most. Yeah. You forgot Westbrook. Yeah, that's right. You're right. Good. But point. you remember them during a live watch parties. Hey, I you know I've been I have become I've become a staunch believer in two superstars in depth and talent and versatility. I want to play big and small. I want to I want to have a deep team. I want to be able to play any way. I, I want to be able to be to survive the long regular season and to be able to focus in the playoffs. I want to be able to go jumbo big or super small. 
I don't want to have a team that's just got three guys and then whatever you can cobble together from the leftovers and the garbage dumps and the ring chasers that you might be able to add to the to the roster. I, that's just not the, the – to me, that doesn't seem the right way to go, you know. I want a team that passes the ball, that shoots, that shoots threes, that really <laughs> believes in moving the ball and playing tough defense. You know, all of those various things. I want a modern team. And, and Ham represents everything that I think is important about what you want to do offensively. Uh, I like Budenholzer's, Budenholzer's entire offense and defensive approach. And I think Darvin Ham is great at it. Um, but I also respect how he's adjusted, how he's gotten Westbrook to buy into coming off the bench, and how he's he's got AD playing a different kind of basketball, you know. Um, that's an adjustment that you've got to give him credit for because we saw all year Frank Vogel, a guy who I really respected as a defensive coach, never could get that. He could never seem to get that last year. He could never solve the problem of how do I motivate this team? How do I all of a sudden be able to have a team that can win when LeBron is on the bench? Now we're worried about, can we integrate LeBron and still keep AD playing like this? I mean, Jesus, this is the guy who's got 22 shots a game compared to 17 for for AD. AD looks a lot more comfortable out there. Oh man, I mean, this is we can't lose what we've got now. We found the gold vein, you know. We struck gold. It may not be enough gold just by himself, you know, to to do to get us into the playoffs even. But it's something that you can't you can't you can't claim. Nobody can claim that you cannot that this team can't win if you go and make a couple of good trades. You well, can't make mediocre trades. You got to make a couple of good trades. But if you make a couple of good trades, you're going to be in the top six teams, and that means you got a chance to win when you got players like Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Well, the only good news is that the the Western Conference is so mixed up right now, and it's all over the place. The Lakers are. Utah still won't be there in the end. Portland won't be there in the end. Well, we'll see. Clippers may not be there in the end. Portland's dropping right now simply because they don't have Damian Lillard. He's out right. with an injury, so we'll see how long that is. Good so they've dropped like a rock the past few games. I know that like everybody is thinking out there that Utah, whether or not they can still manage their early season momentum and take that forward through an entire season. You have other teams like Sacramento that are really riding high right now. So they just won it tonight at Memphis. So they're really riding high off the number one offense in the league. So we'll see what happens as far as the, the actual Western conference, because the Western conference is a mixed plate right now. So that leaves the Lakers, even at five and 11 with a good run, if they can have another three, four, five game winning streak, maybe that'll start in San Antonio this weekend. That will get them into the thick of things by the time December 15th rolls around and a lot more players become eligible for a trade. Okay. I know you're going to ask you guys a question. 15th, but I wish they wouldn't. Stupid to do. Go it. ahead, John. <laughs> okay. So, what's his name? Uh, Jay from Phoenix, Jay Crowder. Yeah. yeah. Jay Crowder. If he comes available, would you trade for him and what would you be willing to give up for him? Well, it's so Lakers. funny because Cam Johnson's out of the lineup and they didn't even want to bring him back. That's yeah, well, funny he, he wants to start is the problem. Who, Crowder um, or? Um... Yeah, Crowder. Crowder. Crowder wants to start, so he's not oh. going to go anywhere where he's going to come off the bench. So that all of a sudden now makes you 
have to commit to Anthony Davis being at the five and not getting bigger in that sense. You're getting bigger on the wing, but you don't have positional size that you'd have if you put Turner in there and move LeBron and AD down a position. Hey, guys, um, let's keep the chat clean, please. No profanity. Yeah. Oh, did I say something there? Sorry. No, it was uh, Rexed. Rexed, yeah. Just if you can, oh, try and keep the good. chat just, clean. You're yeah, good. Just keep yeah. it clean, please, for yeah, YouTube. Yeah, can. Uh -oh. It's much appreciated. You know, we I already have the bots all over the Sorry place. 69 Mega, I'm assuming they're going to join us here. <laughs> at time, so, yes. I have a channel, too, so I know how it is. I just have, yeah. I have a... a you know, I look well, at we the could comments. be. I agree. I agree. Absolutely. Great thinking there, John. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers, unfortunately, do fall in Phoenix, one fifteen to one hundred five. John, I bring it back to you. You know, continuing on your question. I mean, it's going to take more to than one move to in order to solidify this team for a run. It's got to take more than one. Yeah, for uh, the reason why I was asking Crowder trades because I thought he didn't want to play there because of uh, Rob Sarver's comments. I didn't realize that they were trying to bring him off the bench. Yeah. Because uh, what that, I heard was uh, – Because they wanted to – they moved Cam Johnson in the starting lineup because he's okay. a younger. They want to get a little younger. Obviously, he's, if they feel his time is now. But he got injured. He, they could have brought in Jay Crowder, put him in the starting lineup, and you still don't see him in there. So that tells me that the rift between him and Phoenix is pretty wide right now. So, yeah. I think he's a guy like him. When Go you ahead, look Tom. at the two trades, when you look at the two trades, I think that you you could there's one trade that you can make right now, which is the trade involving um, Beverly and Nunn, because neither one of them are really helping the team much right now, and they both can be traded immediately for one player, okay, who makes maybe twenty million dollars. So it could be a guy like Crowder, it could be a guy like Miles Turner if you add some draft capital to it. You could even go for a young guy like uh, like Laurie Markkinen, because if you could offer a draft pick for him, you could go for – and then there's a, several other guys you could get, and you can get them right now. Then you might want to hold the Russell Westbrook trade that involves multiple players until December 15th when more players will be available and eligible to be traded. Because anybody who was recently signed can't be traded until December 15th. So all of those free agents that signed with new teams – you know, you'll have I a chance he, to get them out of December 15th trade. That's one of the reasons why you break it into two trades, because the second trade you can you can wait because that's a trade where you're getting depth. And so you want to, you know, maybe the third player you get in that trade, maybe somebody that is December 15th only available. Really got to be the shoes. Zach Levine eh, with those no. knees and his contract. That extension, two hundred million dollars plus. Well, if yeah, he got Zach and Demar for Russell and draft well, capital, he was talking for LeBron. <laughs> LeBron can't be traded this year. I know until next season. I yeah. know. I've been trying to say. I said that in the chat already, but everybody forgets that point. So yes, no. let me say this clear: LeBron James cannot be traded until the off season due to him signing, signing an extension with bigger raises than normal. Yeah. Also, also, marketing would would require a lot more trade assets than just a second round pick. Right. No, you'd have, to, you'd have to you'd give him an unprotected pick to get marketing. You might not even get him for that. Maybe unprotected first. <laughs> yeah, no, an unprotected first. Yeah. Also, I don't know if there's a market for Dunn and Pat Bev. I mean, the thing is that 
Well, the only what, reason, the market, the only way. The market is not for them. It's for the unprotected pick because they're just expiring contracts. But here's the thing. I think there's going to be a bigger market for Jay Crowder, even though he's a little bit older. I think a lot of teams could still use him. So I think the team's going to offer him more than what the Lakers could offer him. Yeah, I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard of the Lakers being interested in him or him being interested in the Lakers either. So like it's all been Miami talk. Well, there could uh, be stuff going on behind the scenes. Be, keep trying. Yeah. He, he's been trying, got to be the shoes, he's got, been trying to trade LeBron since the beginning. He's a good wing. He can shoot the three better than anybody else we got, and he can play great defense, you know. He is older, and, you know. I'm trying to trade uh, LeBron we'll since see. the beginning of the season. <laughs> Joe, any thoughts? I mean, what do we need to do? We, I well, think this we summer, have... LeBron and AD could be traded. And they're expiring contracts. But Joe, uh, San Antonio coming up on Friday and Saturday. Your thoughts? They've got to go ahead and go two and zero. They got to be. They've done three out of four uh, as far as the four, the four games this week. They we got to go win ahead all four. We got to win the next four games, including including the Pacers and the Blazers. We finish yeah. on the thirtieth with the Blazers. So we could we could actually finish nine and eleven. We'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Needing an edge for your fantasy football team? Listen to the guys at Inside Sports Fantasy Football for insight that will help you reach your league championship. That's Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Check it out today on your favorite podcast outlet. So what if that's the case, Joe? Nine and eleven, like Thaker Tom was saying, is that a possibility? If AD plays like he did tonight, even if they shot it as bad as they did, but they had a lot of free throws in this game, so I don't know if that's likely going to happen. They would need tonight's game to win against marginal teams. Yeah, they're going to have to play good to the next four games, man. They're going to have to play the same as they have the last four games. Yeah. And if they do Plus, that, isn't San Antonio trying to tank? Going. We're in purgatory, guys. San Antonio then we're, then we're in good shape, and then now. it's it's a question of we're in purgatory. See, the schedule gets a lot tougher then, see, because we've had this little stretch of five games where we could win. I then all of a purgatory. sudden we're playing Milwaukee. You know, we're going east. Purgatory. You know, I mean, purgatory. You, the whole problem is, we, can you wait till the fifteenth to make a trade? I don't know, you know. I don't I don't you know what you know what it comes down to? When does LeBron come back? How good is he? The issue that's and coming how does he affect what we're getting out of Anthony? The, the issue that's coming at the beginning of December is we're gonna play one, two, three, four, five, six straight road games in eleven days, or let's say ten days actually. Yeah, that's so, coming up uh, at the beginning that, of December. That's, that's usually the – that's a death – that's a deadly, deadly week. Yeah, but we'll have LeBron back by then. And you know it's you know what it's coming down to, man? Seriously, it's coming down to coaching. No. Arwin Ham. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Look at what he's got to do. He's got AD all of a sudden playing like this, and he's got LeBron coming back. And then well, he's got a possible trade. 
let's see if AD plays like this once LeBron comes back because LeBron's going to be holding or he's going to be having the ball a lot more than AD has it now. Yeah, I know. That's a great challenge. I mean, I'd I'd love to be in the I'd love to be in the coaching room, you know, when they talk about it. You'd like to be a fly on the wall. Oh, would that be a beauty? I mean, think about that. That it reminds me of the story when we were watching the Winning Time, you know, and we were listening to to uh, the guys trying to talk about the strategy you're going to. You, you see them sitting there. What are we going to do? You know, AD is we can't we we got monster AD now. How do we keep him? Question for you guys. LeBron like that. The, the the injury that LeBron has right now is the same injury that he had when he first came to the Lakers. Yeah. Because that was a groin injury as well. This could so last that, for a that while. That thing hasn't I healed. Mean, yeah. yeah it, hasn't healed. He'll, I, think, I think he'll sit another couple weeks. He should. Yeah, he should too. Well, this is time to do it. And, and, and the, more that, the more that we get used to, see, I it's, it's four over games then. now. What if it's like nine to eight games? It'll be eight over. games of, of AD playing like this, and the team winning seven of the eight. Well, then, it's also over if LeBron can stay healthy. A, Lakers are not. Lakers road are not game. What if we can go three and three in that road game, Joe? I don't see how that's possible. But, but it's possible. It's possible. If it AD is playing like this, and we can get LeBron integrated in there, Kevin Garnett said that anything is possible. That's true, and then he proved yeah. it by winning, actually. Unfortunately, he actually won. So there you go. Uh, but will Joe this weekend be eligible for the one chip challenge with a victory? All we need is man, one I more to victory. See that tonight. Oh, that's a slam dunk, man. <laughs> one more victory is needed. In yeah, he's wearing the net around his head already. <laughs> <laughs> he does not look disturbed at all. But hey, and already the wing challenge has been thrown out there. My gosh, all these food challenges. Very nice to see. Joe, they've got you lined up between John and and me, getting you lined up for all these challenges. We uh we got a problem if we don't start shooting well. I think we've had a problem. <laughs> Great we, question by Rexid. Uh thanks so much for the guys who uh, can shoot. Well, Get rid of any four thoughts guys on Schroeder? Any thoughts on Schroeder? You think he's going to be able to give us any kind of consistent con- contribution down the road? I guess I see thumbs down already from Laker Tom. John? Can't play him with Lonnie Walker because he's just referring to Lonnie Walker. He gives him a ball. Joe? What about Lonnie Walker? No, no uh, Dennis Schroeder. Schroeder needs to uh, go to, what do they call it on Yellowstone? He needs to go to the train station with that guy. Didn't watch Yellowstone, so we don't get it. No one watches Yellowstone? <laughs> uh, Ten million people do. Unfortunately, I'm not one of them. Okay. Well, apparently there's a guy on that show that sends people to the train station. I'm okay. assuming that means death. I, uh, well, you know, I've seen Kevin Costner. Like, he, he's that got like, dark. All right. Here's a better analogy. Governor of Montana. What do they do with, what are, what are they do with lame horses? Okay. They turn them into glue. Okay. Dennis Schroeder is horses, a... Don't they? Is a is a lame horse. Doesn't Schroeder have glue in his hair? <laughs> that orange thing. Oh, and tell uh, tell Brown Jr. that he needs to go with him too. I've never seen someone so scared to play basketball in my life. That's what I'm saying. Jesus Christ. He'll, he'll still be on the team. None. Because he's a weak. <laughs> None is the. Those are the three guys who got contracts greater than minimum. None is the cowardly lion. LeBron James and Anthony Davis. 
they're gone, man. They're trade. They're column A and column B. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a it's prediction. Like a Chinese restaurant, you know. I'm gonna make a prediction. A, one from column I'm gonna B. make a prediction today on 11 22 Oh, here we go. You ready? I'll take. The Lakers aren't gonna trade Jack Squat this year. You really went out of your way for that one. They're not going to do Jack. Is he on the team? Prove me wrong. Oh, he's that guy. That guy sitting sitting in that seat. That guy in that seat, that GM seat, doesn't know what the hell he's doing. They have to trade him. They have to trade him. No one gives two craps about what he does. (laughs) Genie doesn't give a crap about anything except for feelings. Victor Wimbanyana. They they, they, they don't gonna care. Trade them. You know they're going to trade They don't them. care. They LeBron don't care. James, Anthony prove Davis. Wrong. Prove me wrong. Watch sports. Jeannie, prove me wrong. Where's your coffee mug? Prove me wrong. Where's your coffee mug? The problem you is that, that like the meme. you're asking the wrong questions because you want them to trade for the right people. I know they're going to trade. I'm just scared they're going to trade for the wrong ones. <laughs> that, that well, I don't think anyone wants to do anything with that guy. Yeah. Well, the only reason why Danny Ainge did that THT trade is because they wanted to get rid of Beverly, and you saw tonight why. Well, it's yeah. also because they wanted to to get Tucker from from the Lakers. So minus, minus, yeah, because I think that would help their tank initially, and it actually backfired. They, they, <laughs> other than the uh, push off uh, again, I gotta, I gotta give props to Beverly for he had big games against he, went, he had big <clears throat> games against them. That's why they loved him. Put his shoulder into it. <laughs> <laughs> there were 36 points against him the last time he played him. That was his biggest game ever. I'll never get tired of Danny watching Ainge him. Remembered that. That's like why that. he wanted him. When did Aiden become all of a sudden a tough guy? Yeah, it's like Glutz Gladiator or when something. When the hell did that happen? <laughs> he couldn't He couldn't even stop Luka in the playoffs when it mattered. Wait, 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 he's going to exactly. be a tough guy now. No, no. Well, not even that, but Giannis. Remember, Giannis made him look like a five-year-old. Yeah. Uh, Rex had Sorry, also. Giannis is a well, freak, that last right? block that he let some little Slovenian guy shoulder was embarrassing. smack you around. The thing Rex is that he wasn't even guarding Reeves. Uh, well, let me, guys, let me. Uh, Rex had mentioned Thomas Bryant, uh, eight points off the bench, but at times defensively, it, it wasn't a pretty sight. And I'll leave He's it at undersized. that. That's because Bryant yeah. is a. He can't jump. Backup center. Vertically. He can't jump vertically. He can't, go, he can't move sideways. So he is. No. He He's good shoot. off the bench. That's it. He can shoot. He hit three little mid ranges and a dunk. He, he can still run the floor. He can still run the floor. If you saw him in the last game, he can still run the floor. But jumping, Gerald, you and I not. can run the floor too. Yeah. Well, and Howard, probably uh, good jump higher than him as ever well. Ever hired Palinka, by the way. Huh? And that's the problem. Dr. And he's not shooting never hired. outside. Believe I don't know. You know, outside, when, I, when I watch outside. Winning Time and, and, and the other, I haven't watched the other series, but Jerry Jerry was a hunch hirer. You know, he wasn't a, he wasn't a study the record and, and look at their philosophy and so forth. It was just all feared. Oh, my gut tells me this is the guy that to do it. You know, and sometimes he was wrong, you know. Um, I think the thing that kills me about Polinka is the fact that he has that massive endorsement from Kobe. Yeah, and then Kobe died. So I, he can't figure, I, can't, I, I can't figure that out. I can't figure out that Kobe would be associated with some sleazeball like that. <laughs> yeah, no, he's made he made Kobe 150 million dollars over his. Kobe life. would have made 150 million dollars doing More. nothing by himself. <laughs> did you, that is true. Did you yeah. ever see 
What was the movie uh, with Jerry Maguire? Show me the money. Show me the money. Jerry Maguire. The relationship between clients. First, you got to sell yourself. And the way you sell yourself is you say how great that client is, you know, and what you're going to do for him and everything. You're going to create a brand for him. You're going to be, you're going to live and die. You're going to make him. I'm going to stick to why. I'm going to stick to what my, I'm going to stick to And then if he does it and this guy becomes Kobe Bryant. I'm going to stick to my original theory. Best friend. Every crisis he's been through, the whole situation and, you know, all of the problems that he went through and the court things and so forth. He was there all of that time. He was the guy who was behind the scenes. He should be a psychiatrist then, not a GM. Good for him. He he should be a friend, not a a GM. And Jeannie, the problem is, is that he is Kobe to Jeannie. That's a sad tale. And and, and, and if he's Kobe, he's never going to get fired, man. She's not going to fire Kobe. And she sees Rob as Kobe. I don't think she's going to ask Kobe, but as a part of Kobe, like his legacy. Yeah. She's too nice, man. She needs a backbone. Well, right her brother, man. That was was a pretty ballsy move. Well, right. She needs to to empower her brothers, like her dad did with her when she was younger. Well, I, I think the big big question for the Lakers in the future is what will happen with Jesse and Joey Buss? They need to sell the team. Sell the team. At this um, point, there the was team. one article that, that brought up the point that Sarver, for example, decided that he could sell the team when he earned the amount of money. Yeah, it reminded me of the in Heaven Can Wait, there was an article there was a, there was a owner of the Los Angeles Rams was sitting up in the stands and some a fellow owner came up to him and said, I heard you, I heard you just sold the Rams. And he says, Why did you do that? And he said, The guy gave me my price. <laughs> and so the money, there's so much money now because of what the Warriors have done. They're <laughs> so now <funny>. they have <laughs> for 15 years it's been the Knicks and then the Lakers and then everybody else. Now the Warriors have jumped up, so they're the number one most valuable franchise, according to Forbes. $8.8 million or something like that. And remember, they own si- over, what, six, two-thirds of it? I think two-thirds, roughly, yeah. about that. Can Lakers we ha- highlight how it's coming? Three or four billion? It's a good question. And, well, and if, they, if, they, if they sold the Lakers, they could probably get, I bet they could sell it for $10 billion to somebody. That might, that, make, they- that might make a one-time opportunity to really, I mean... I don't know. How do, what do people who have generational wealth already think, you know? How do they think? How do they make, make more, even more money? Yeah, well, I don't know. For them, it's maybe the, gla- the glory of being the owners of the Lakers, you know, the glory and recognition. If you're not the owners of the Lakers, you're just another rich person down in Southern California. We got them by, we got millions of them. I was watching a Clippers game the other day, and, it, and then Steve Ballmer just reminds me of Dr. Buss how he used to be just he didn't give a crap he just spent the money yep and he's got a new arena well, that's he even spent and... the money when he didn't have it <laughs> yeah would yeah. be nice if they actually even uh you know redid these the crypto.com arena that's starting to look let's get, get rid of the name how about that? <laughs> yeah. maybe they should rename it like they did you know possibly rename or get an they got an offer in miami so you know 
for uh, the booby trap, I guess. Is oh, what yeah. They were. Yeah, from a, uh, yes. Uh, There's a point when the league will what? intercede. And exactly, okay, because you know the FTX. Club. We didn't allow yeah, Chris F- Paul to be traded to the Lakers, and we're not going to allow the Heat to name it their arena, the booby trap. Yeah, Joe, FTX, you know the issues financially with them. They've uh, relinquished the rights as far as the naming rights. The first, uh, I guess, contender for that offered $5 million for naming rights was a, as as John said, a strip club. Uh, they wanted to call it the booby trap. So. No, what about the Bang Bros one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was before the FT, uh, uh, they made deal with FTX. Which is total that just was... advertisement. That we know that's not true. They couldn't afford it. Yeah. Well, the Lakers, unfortunately, tonight with their lack of three-point shooting, unfortunately, fell into their own booby trap with a 115-105 loss tonight to the Phoenix Suns. We'll be back once again tomorrow for NBA observations covering the Eastern Conference right there. For, yeah, actually, John's actually just right there, right there mimicking uh, what we saw Cut tonight of- from... Patrick Beverly, he's actually going to probably be out for a game or two or have at least a well worth fine, it. but it was worth it. It was worth it because of the taunting that De- uh, DeAndre Ayton did to Austin Reeves. That was definitely not warranted and something that, uh, again, the yeah, league should look at on both hurt sides. Him, hurt, him, hurt him really badly, that taunting. That was... Yeah, that was – kicked him in the back. Kicked him in the back right there. So If he, if he right, did that in the streets, you'd get shot over that. I'm just yep. saying. That was very but, disrespectful. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break. Please join us for our live watch parties. You get to hear Laker Tom, Joe Soro. You get to see Sean Grice. He was here in the live watch party. You get to see everything that goes on. Please go ahead and be part of it next time around in San Antonio, 5 o'clock on Friday, 5 p.m. Friday night. They're going to be in San Antonio, and you can join us for the live watch party right there for you by going to playback.tv slash Lakers fast break. Remember, they have back-to-backs Friday and Saturday at 5 o'clock in San Antonio. If you want to go ahead and check out what we're doing during the week, obviously, of course, going tomorrow, we're going to do our NBA observations on the Eastern Conference. Joe Soro is always around LakersBall.com. Laker Tom is the number one Lakers blogger that's out there at Lakerholics.com. And John McCallion, go ahead and check out his plethora of channels starting with subscribing to his namesake. His name is right there. Type in John McKaylian on YouTube. Subscribe and check out all that he's doing today right there. And don't forget, if you want your lawn transformed today and you're in the Southern California area, you can go ahead, of course, and go to Simblades, Simblades with Y.com. I agree with that, what? Sovereign. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Uh, Lakers fast break at yahoo.com or Lakers fast break on Twitter. Always go there. If you have any questions or comments and of course on YouTube, we'll be back on Friday for the Lakers, of course, but also tomorrow for NBA observations. I want to go ahead and oh, Rodney's right there for you. It's John right there saying hi. <laughs> What's up, Rodney? <laughs> there you go. Absolutely on the way out, but we truly appreciate everyone watching and listening the best Lakers chat that's out there can be found only here at the Lakers Fast Break. But we'll be back tomorrow for NBA observations and also as well on Friday after the game against the Spurs, after our live watch party against the Spurs right here. Any last thoughts, Joe? You've been really quiet. Usually have like a zinger before we leave. Good night. (laughs) Okay. Get ready for the beginning of December. Okay.
Fair enough, indeed. But thanks so oh, much again. Happy, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Yeah, I almost forgot. Happy and safe Thanksgiving to everyone out there from all your friends right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.